This episode contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Bold and Beautiful Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Miss Chelsea. Hey, B&B fans, hey. Surprise, we're back. And we're not like two months late, right, Chill? We're even in the right year. I'm very <laughs> proud of us. <laughs> I know. We deserve, I don't know, something. Um, I don't know. What is, what field is that? Yeah, daytime Emmys. Yeah. That's uh, what we should get. Sure. But for pods. <laughs> yeah. There we, probably is some, like, award show and we're such ass. We don't even know. We're like, yeah, I strive for that award. What is it again? Because <laughs> <laughs> we're such professional podcasters. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. Joe Rogan and the cra- and crappy is going to take it all. <laughs> There's <Right>. no room. <laughs> Well, we had, we both had busy weeks. Chelsea had a lot more of an interesting week than I did. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what happens when you leave your house. (laughs) You know, sometimes it's like, oh, I miss seeing people, you know, everyone's staying home. And then I'm like, no, no, I don't. (laughs) Some of you can go back home. Please. Right? <laughs> no, yeah. Um, the bar was, uh, yeah, it was interesting. Um, we had a little incident where two people decided it'd be a good idea to touch each other with their fists. You know, it happens. Um, got a little wild, so pepper spray happened. And people started to flee the patios, which, you know, whatever, that's whatever. But they were trying to take their drinks with them. And Super Chelsea decided to tell someone that they are not allowed to take their beer. And that someone decided to throw it in my face. (gasps) What? Excuse me. (laughs) And down my whole entire body. (laughs) So I, in turn, smacked the other two drinks out of her hands. But, you know, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. Let me just get the visual here. So you're trying to tell this person to <laughs> that they can't take the drinks with them. Okay. Yeah, it was like three full drinks. <laughs> like, <laughs> and she's being all snotty about it, right? Yeah. Because she wants to take her drinks. And you go to... What did you go to take them from her? Well, yeah, like, of course, I reached for it. I was like, you cannot take these. Like, you either need to go inside and finish it or, like, I'm going to take them from you. And she was just like, bitch. And I was just like, what in the bitch? And then, yeah. 
smack the drinks out of her hands. Security comes around the corner. They yell at me to go inside. I'm freaking screaming. I'm just like, what? And I go inside and my bar back and my, <laughs> and my food runner are standing there. And I'm like literally standing there like shaking. I'm like, wet but like I wear all black so it like it's not like you know my shirt looks wet or anything but like you know my face is glistening and I'm like shaking mad like shaking mad and they're just like oh whoa that was crazy huh dude and then they both just like look at me in the same time and they're like are you okay (laughs) and I'm just (laughs) like I'm all she threw an entire beer on me and they're like oh crap oh crap and they just like scatter trying to find like a rag and they're just like they're like oh my god like I've I um it took my entire soul not to just like jump on this girl like oh my gosh but then at the same time I know people are thinking like why would you even put yourself in harm's way like that I don't know it's I don't know it's I give a crap about my job. It's a spur of the moment. She's trying people, to do her job. No, <laughs> like people are like running out with drinks. We could lose our license. Like what the hell? <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was that was amazing. It was amazing, and I cannot wait for this Friday night. It's gonna be great. See, this is crazy. This is be crazy. a be a bar I... manager, Chelsea. You'll do great. They said it'll be fun. They said. <laughs> Never listen to they said. They said is a motherfucking liar. I just have the visual of Chelsea being so mad and just reaching over and smacking the drinks out of her hand. That's so amazing. Like, that's so soap opera worthy right there. I know. And it sucked because right where we were standing is a blind spot between two cameras. So all you see is me walk over and then you just see spray and like the ground is wet. (laughs) (laughs) And then you see me walking back just like shaking mad. (laughs) Like, "Ah!" But never again, I've decided they don't pay me enough for that. So from now on, like, whatever, bitch, get a DUI, get an open container. I don't care. I'm over it. I cannot never again because I'm not even a beer drinker. So it was like being doused in the one alcohol that you like hate. (laughs) I know it's crazy. I work at a bar and I don't like beer. For real. For real. (laughs) Oh my gosh. See, I'm too, I'm real like nervous, like anxious person. (laughs) I have anxiety issues. So like I could not work there. I would have like a breakdown every night. Um, yeah, it's like. I don't know, man. It's like being the only sober person at a party and you're like responsible for them. <laughs> like it's, it's not great. <laughs> it's not great. <laughs> okay. My week was not as exciting. Okay. I went to a doctor's appointment and I uh, did some shopping online. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that I can did. be stressful, you know. Sometimes you think you're ordering the right thing, and then it comes, and it's actually dollhouse furniture. I can <laughs> see this, you know. I can see very stressful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although 
I did have one little issue. Um, actually, this is really weird. So I keep like ordering things and they don't show up. Okay. This has happened <laughs> like three times. And so I'm like, okay. And I'll get a text or a email that says, oh, your package is delivered. It's on your porch. And so I go out there and I'm like, okay, am I being punked? Because there is nothing on my porch. And uh, come to find out, they're delivering them to my neighbors, uh, I guess, okay? Because I had two things brought over (laughs) by my neighbor. And here's the sad part. We bought a big sign, like a big number sign with our address that lights up. And we put it, like, right in the front because apparently... (laughs) People have a hard time finding our house. So I have it out there, right? And still, I don't get my packages. And I'm like, okay, maybe this is a sign. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. I mean, do you guys have that thing? We have them here. They're like Amazon lockers where you can go to, like, different businesses and, like, they deliver the package to, like, these lockbox things. So it gives you a code and you type in the code and then you can open it and get your packages. Like, if you live in a sketchy area. I don't know if you're that sketchy. Yeah, that's how great California is. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I don't know if I have that. That's interesting. Oh, and also check, I don't know if it also is for the places you're ordering packages from. I was having an issue with food delivery. Okay, so my address was correct, but the pin on the little Google map actually had it like below the freeway from where I live. And I live like above the freeway. And even though it's the same street name, it disconnects at the freeway. Like there's not an overpass. It just like the street stops and then restarts at the other Mm -hmm. side of the freeway. So the pin would put them on the opposite side and they're just like, what the fuck? (laughs) And so I was like, what? Like, they're like, yeah, I see your address. But like when I hit the map through my app, whatever, DoorDashy, whatever thing, it was putting them over there. And so then I went in my thing and I was like, oh, and I moved that thing. And then all of a sudden my life was great. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. So I don't know. If anyone's having problems with food, check your pin. <laughs> okay. Good to know. That has happened too to me. So I, that was the whole idea of getting the sign with the big numbers that lights up so so you could see the address really good because we ordered, uh, I think it was Indian, and we were waiting like forever. And then it said, your order's been dropped off. And I'm like, um, I'm going to die because I'm starving to death. I don't <laughs> see my food anywhere. I'm like, hello. And yeah, it. I don't understand. It's like um, my house is invisible or something. They just drive mm-hmm. by and they're like, that can't be it. I'm like, really? <laughs> Why? You're like, the hell? They're like, excuse me, ma'am. Can you please cook a meal? Thank you. <laughs> and it's not, here's the thing. It's not like super hard to get to or anything. Like you turn on my road and I'm literally the first house <laughs> on the left. 
Who pays attention to the first house on a street? You don't start paying attention to like the third house. You messed up. Like when I first pull on a street, I don't look at the first addresses. It's usually by the second, third house. I can like get an address. You messed up by being the first house. No one pays attention to the first house's number. It's like the third house. That's when you look at the numbers. So you messed up. Your house is invisible. <laughs> right? I'm like in the one little <laughs> spot where it's invisible. Yeah. I know this is like housewife level problems. Okay, people, I understand that. <laughs> I don't mean to come off like a spoiled brat or anything. Okay. Everyone's problem is a problem. Right? You know, like stress is stress, whether it's super bad level, like I'm getting evicted, my car's impounded. And then there's like the delivery guy can't find my fucking house. I mean, it's still annoying. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? And I think a lot of us are having those problems right now, so it's fine. Someone will relate. And if you're having worse problems, I'm sorry. But it'll get better. I don't know. Well, you know what? I think that I am trying to just, you know, complain a little. Like, I feel like I have the right to complain a little. I mean, I'm going through other things that are more serious, of course. Everybody knows, um, if you're new to the podcast, I lost my dad to COVID in December, so that I'm dealing with. I think I just feel sorry for myself and wanted to complain a lot. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, we watch a soap opera about rich people who can't even rent an apartment because they move back in with their parents. <laughs> like. <laughs> I mean, obviously, anyone listening to us has a certain level of tolerance for the ridiculous petty things. That's so true. And you know what? I still don't understand. Liam is super rich. Okay. Hope is super rich. And they live in the little cabin. (laughs) I know. So they don't have to pay rent. And then I'm like, okay, so like they have a babysitter nanny person. It's either with her or with Donna. So you think they would live in Donna's guest house because she'd be watching those kids more than anybody. True. Very true. We don't know where Donna lives, though. We don't. You know what? I think <laughs> I think Donna lives. This is just my guess. I think Donna lives in Katie's house. Katie's old house. Okay, Katie has a house right next door to Eric's house. Yeah. Right? But Katie's actually living in her house with Bill, the mansion over there with Bill and Will. So I bet you Donna's living at Katie's old house by Eric. Ooh, Donna might be living right next door to Eric. Yeah, but, okay, we'll get into it, but I I sense some things. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Chelsea's been um, right a lot lately, too. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I can't even news, guys. I try to find news, and... All that pops up is spoilers, and then I scream and shut my screen off. Like, I don't know. 
I can't, I'm not good at that. The, and then, okay, so, all right, timestamp this, guys. I'm putting this out there right now because an accidental thing I did see when I was trying to find news, um, it was just like a little picture of a thing and it said, is Finn and Vinny brothers? <gasps> what? And I was like, ah, and threw the phone. But then I was thinking about it and I was like, no, 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 no. Because the other day when Vinny went and saw um, Thomas, Thomas, you know, tells him about Steph or whatever. And then Vinny was all like, dang, the doctor moves fast. Timestamp this, guys. Vinny mentioned it on 2-3's episode that he knows that Steffi is with a doctor. So in my mind, he knows who Finn is. So if it was his brother, he would mention it. So if they try to slip this in on us later, time stamped. Okay. Everybody remember that. Mm-hmm. Good thing it's recorded. <laughs> so I agree with you. It is very hard to find news. I will say Jacqueline McKinnis would who plays Steffi, she is having a boy. All right, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So congratulations to her. I don't know if she wanted a boy or a girl, but she's having another boy. Yay. And she did a really cute little uh, gender reveal video. It was real cute where she was taken off the her. She had a bunch of uh, blue and pink wigs on, and she was dancing, and she was taking the wigs off. And then she got a blue fan out, and her last wig was blue. And then, you know, blue, like, little puffs went everywhere. That's It was cool. cute. I mean, yeah. it's more responsible than, you know, burning down a forest or killing your grandma. Um, true. <laughs> yeah. Very true. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 you know, it wouldn't be my choice, but I think that that, that one's good. That one's good. Yeah, it was cute. Yeah, I don't know why I think the internet is stalking me, but I've been getting a lot of, I don't know, random stuff on my Instagram, and one of them was some gender reveal thing, but it was like a chocolate heart, and you like hit it with a hammer, and then there's like candy inside or something like that. I was all, now that seems safe, but I'm pretty sure I somehow would hit myself with a hammer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, I'd knock myself out. I can tell you that right now. Right? Or I just hit it and it wouldn't even break. I'm just like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) That is funny. Yeah. So I do want to tell you guys, we do not like to ask for anything or hound you guys or anything like that. But we really need you guys to give us some five-star ratings, leave some reviews, Get in touch with us. Let us know what y'all want to hear. It will help the podcast. And I know you guys love us because we love you. So we need your help. Yeah. I can't bribe you with anything because I think that's against like the rules of the five stars. But, <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll like you a bit more. And the Kindle will send you twinkle vibes, apparently. <laughs> I know, right? Even the Kindle's like, see, guys? The the Kindle was like, watch yourself, girl. Don't try to bribe them. (laughs) I know, right? 
that's all the news that we have for this week. So enough with the chit chat. On with the recap. Okay, so we're going to cover two weeks and then the one day because of the trial. We had a week that only had one day. Lucky you. Why can't they just have a channel just for politics? Like, just have them on that channel and quit interrupting my soap opera, okay? Because no one would watch it. Um, there's the, okay. And you just made my point. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. They used to remember when, like, I know that a couple times episodes would get interrupted, like, if there was, like, a speech. But you, what was crazy about that is you could go online and still watch the episode. They just wouldn't show it on TV. Now when something crazy happens, they don't even put it online. It's like, nope, this week don't exist. (laughs) Like, oh, okay. (laughs) I know, right? And then, you know what? James made a good point, too, that I didn't even think of this. And I was like, oh, I got to tell Chelsea that. He said when they do stuff like that, then it throws all the days off. So then does that mean a Friday's episode is going to be on a Thursday or a Wednesday? Like, you know what I mean? Because it throws all the days off. And I was like, Um, I don't know. Tuesday and Wednesday is already basically the same day already. So maybe they just like. That's true. Because it said, oh, we're going to pick up right where we left off. And he was like, wait a minute. They left off on a Tuesday. So that means Monday's going to be a Wednesday. That means Wednesday's going to be a Friday. I was like, oh, that's a good point. Then Friday would be a Monday. (laughs) I was like, I don't know. We're going down a rabbit hole, though. But, yeah, I just thought that was an interesting. I didn't even think of that. Mm. Yeah, because it's not like they could plan ahead for it because they record, what, like a month before? Two yeah. months before. So they wouldn't have known. Right. Or did they know? That's a good question. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Welcome to Amanda and Chelsea's Conspiracy Theory Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so that brings us into week one. January the 25th through the 29th. Okay, the week starts at the hospital with Steffi, and she is explaining to Dr. Campbell that she needs the paternity test ASAP. And she learns that she has to be at least eight weeks before they can do the test. And, of course, she's not happy about it. Yeah. Over at the cabin... Hope informs Liam that Thomas overheard their whole their whole conversation at Brooks. And Liam's like, uh, what? He kind of panics a little and he just assumes that Thomas trashed him, but Hope's like, no, no, let me tell you what he said. And then of course, Liam's surprised to say the least, because Thomas did not trash him. We all know this already. And, of course, they get a text from Steffi asking them to meet her at her house, the Cliff House. Over at Forrester, downstairs in the showroom, Zoe is shook. 
okay? <laughs> she has this text message, right? This infamous text message from Zenday, and she is now just beside herself, right? She really is distracted. Carter walks in, and he's really excited because he wants to set a wedding date. And I'm like, oh, poor Carter. Yeah. You know, he normally doesn't notice anything, but he did notice that she was acting kind of weird, and she just plays it off. She's like, oh, I'm just busy. It's a work thing. And he's like, oh, okay. Then we have another Donna sighting. All right, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Hi, Donna. Donna walks in looking all fabulous. Yeah. Those shoes, head to toe. Donna has got it going on. She's got that leopard jacket. She's got the fitting, like, capri pants. She's got, like, it's like almost like a like a um corset type top and those shoes oh my gosh strappy with sparkles head to toe donna Mwah. work of art yeah i agree she always looks amazing yeah so donna this is what i wanted you to note chelsea okay donna mm-hmm. mentions again how handsome carter is Zoe. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, that's the second time now that she's mentioned he's handsome, right? Didn't she say Mm -hmm. that like last week? You and your sister are so lucky or something like that. I don't know. Probably. But I'm thinking um, Donna has the hots for Carter. Me too. Because they give each other eyes. I seen it. Uh huh. By the way, I didn't like this because Zoe tells Donna... Make sure you tell Zenday I need to see him right away. Excuse me. She's not your assistant. Okay? <laughs> uh, ma'am, you have a phone in your hand. Feel free to let him know your damn self. Right? Rude. Oh, yeah, we forgot. She's engaged to the COO. Oh, yeah, don't forget that. She won't let you forget it. Uh, meanwhile, upstairs, Paris and Zenday are having a conversation. It's really nothing important, but Zenday is confused about why Zoe does not want her to work there. And uh, I think she's confused, too, about it. I think we like, all are. Yeah, I don't think she even knows why. Yeah. It's because Zoe plays games, and she knows Mm -hmm. that Paris will call her on that crap. Yep. That's why she don't want her there. And because she don't want her sister with Zenday. Mm-hmm. She tells Zenday that she really enjoyed their kiss. She tells him they're going to keep it professional at work, and then Donna walks in. And she Mm. informs Zenday that Zoe needs to see him right away. Zenday leaves, and this was the payback right here. Donna is talking to Paris, and she's gushing about how lucky Zoe is to go home to such a hunk, and how how handsome Carter is, and all of these things. And guess what? 
He's standing right behind her. Ferris just is just smiling like from ear to ear. Like, um, remember when uh I did this and Zenday was standing there and Donna's like, oh crap. She's like, oh no. Yep. It was pretty funny. Okay, sorry. Technical difficulties. Can you hear me? Okay, sorry. Yeah. So Carter was behind her. She totally gets caught. Payback of the century. Yeah, and Carter appreciated the compliment. I'm sure he did. And that's when the look happened. Uh huh. There was some squinty eyebrow action. And I am down for it. Yeah, me too. Me too. Okay. Now you're going to get angry. So let's go downstairs. Zoe confronts Zenday about the stupid text. And oh. yeah, she tells him that um, if she would have known, it would have changed everything. I was like, excuse me? There's mm. your, th- then you just, that's the answer. You're not in love with Carter then. Like this girl's making me crazy. I know, but Zenday was getting like upset. He's like, what are you talking about? Like, stop it. Stop it. Like, what is, like, no. Yeah, I know. It, like, startled me. Because he was, like, really getting angry. And um, he's basically like, what is your deal, right? What's done is done. You're with Carter, and you're in love with him, right? And she's like, yeah, but, but, um, I didn't know that you had feelings for me. I'm not married yet. Excuse me. What? Excuse me. Yeah, this is shady boots. This is all her. Like, he's, like, telling her, like, Carter is my friend. I'm not interested. I don't want to do this. Like, uh, psycho vibes coming out. She used to have an accent and a cat. Right? Well, okay, during the conversation, Zenday is getting, like Chelsea said, he is getting very upset because it's like she just keeps pushing him and pushing him. He does not want to betray his friend. It's that simple. I don't know how many times he has to tell her that. But then he, see, he he makes me mad, too, because then he makes little comments that are, like, um, that are confusing. So, like, he says that, but then he says, I wish I would have loved for a different outcome. But you're engaged. And then he walks off. And I'm like, okay, that's mixed messages. That is mixed messages. (laughs) Yeah, especially to someone who used to have an accent and a cat. Right. Which both no longer exist. Just putting that out there. I I don't know about that accent. And I don't know about that cat. (laughs) Didn't the cat die or something? Like, didn't she have to put it to sleep? I don't think so. I just remember she used to talk to the freaking cat. (laughs) 
I know. I was just thinking. I, I don't know why. I thought she had to like put the cat to sleep, and then that's how she got Xander to like be nice to her again. I don't know. I might be wrong. I don't remember now. Okay. Yeah. Let us know. I'm hedging my bet on the cat ran away or was missing, and that's how she got him to come back. I feel like it was that, not dead. <laughs> okay, guys. Let us know. Or maybe is it didn't happen at all. Is the cat alive or is the cat gone? Yes, let us know. Now we head over to Steffi's house. And she's decided, without even talking to Finn, to have this meeting. And oh. Finn's not happy about it. Yeah, he made that little comment where he was like, I don't know. Uh, okay, this is happening. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's like, I'm not ready for a no uh, kumbaya moment, right? And, and then, then they, they just, just walk in. Yeah, and he's just like, uh, okay, I guess it's just happening now, all right? <laughs> I know. I was like, poor dude, man. So Hope and Liam come in, and basically Steffi invited them over to tell them that she's officially pregnant. And <laughs> she feels horrible about betraying them. But, okay. Uh-huh. She is pregnant, right? So they cannot stress her out. Basically, stop punishing me and trying to make me feel bad because I'm pregnant. Yes. Um, <laughs> she basically, yeah. Like, that's basically what she's saying. No one call me out on my BS anymore because I am pregnant. Okay. And, <laughs> okay. So, she's like, Hope. I never meant to undermine you and Liam's marriage. Liar. Really? And the whole reason, right, that I needed to talk to y'all is because I cannot be stressed out. Don't care. And she, basically, I'm pregnant. I get a pass. And that's it. And I was like, you called them over here for that? Go to hell. And Oh, guys, guys, guys. Hope, it was amazing because Hope literally did not say one word the whole scene. But she said everything with her body language and her facial expressions and her eye movements. She basically said, how dare you, bitch, tell me what I can and can't do. Inviting me over here to tell me. Not to upset you. She didn't say a word, but her her body language said everything. Oh, yeah. Liam was full puppy dog, sad eyebrows, and Hope was just like tilted head, p- moving the crawling. hair, hair behind the ear, mm-hmm, lips going on, half a raised eyebrow. We know the look. And then she was like, Steffi goes, you understand, right, Hope? And she just looked right at her and walked right out the door. I was like, whoa. She didn't even say anything. She was like, "Mm," and then just walked right out the door. She's like, no, I don't know what it's like to be pregnant by someone else's husband and expect them to be nice to me no i don't (laughs) sorry can't relate right (laughs) 
<laughs> and yeah, you're right. Liam was puppy dog eyes and, and sad face. He kept looking at Hope. Yeah. Pathetic. Back at Forrester in the executive office, Carter is gushing to Ridge about how excited he is and how happy he is and how much he loves Zoe. And I'm like, oh, Lord, poor Carter. Carter asked Ridge to be his best man. And of course, Ridge accepts. Paris walks in as Carter is explaining that Zoe has been real busy. That's why they have not set a date yet. Yeah, she's been real busy, all right. Real busy with Zenday. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, Ridge looks concerned because he just senses something is not right. And when Carter leaves the office, Ridge starts questioning Paris. And now, remember, at this moment, Paris knows nothing. Okay, so she's, like, looking at Ridge and, uh, no, like, Paris and Zenday are just friends, and Zoe's in love with Carter. See, even the Kendall said that's a lie. Yep. <laughs> the Kendall has determined that's a lie. Yep. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah, no. it was kind of sad because Ridge even, like, made a comment to her, like, when I hired you, I thought you were an honest person. Ooh. Yeah. And she's just like, oh. But she doesn't really know anything yet. Like, I mean, she has suspicions, but she doesn't know no yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, so now we head over to Spencer. Oh. And we're in Bill's office, and Bill is in a mood. Uh He's ranting at Wyatt, and he wants to know where the hell Liam is. And Wyatt's like, look, Liam's going through a lot. He has a lot on his plate, Um, and Bill's just being, like, extra grumpy. Yeah, he's got the demons inside of him. Uh-huh. Gotta release him. <laughs> I could so say something right now, but I won't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know that reference. <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna not say anything. <laughs> so Wyatt uh, thinks that Bill's being crazy because... He messes Katie. And right as he's saying it, Katie walks in. And by the way, she looked beautiful. Fashion intake. All right. So I'm loving the jacket. I'm loving mm-hmm. the hair. Mm-hmm. I loved the shape of the skirt. I just wish it didn't have like the maroon patterns into it. Like I wish it was just solid black because then it would look like solid black, like Xy mesh stuff on her but it having those colors in it kind of reminds me of like like I don't know like uh uh southwest style home blankets (laughs) like I don't know I don't like it yeah okay I I could see that but if it was solid black oh five stars but because it has a color on it mm, I'm gonna give her a four and she did look amazing though yeah, her and Donna know how to work it. Uh-huh. They need to help Brooke. 
Oh, that's so mean. Uh, we, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> Brooke's got her own, own style, Chels, okay? She's like real housewife chic. No. <laughs> no. Anyways, yeah. Uh, basically, okay, Bill wants going. Katie back. <laughs> Katie walks in. Bill's begging her. She's telling him, I don't know if I can trust you. He's like, you can trust me. And he's like, blah, 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 blah. We've, we've heard it. No. See, I was, I'm conflicted because I feel like he's so charming. Like, he's the definition of charming, right? And he's, he seems so sincere. And so, like, a part of me wants to believe him. But, like... Oh, and I just feel bad for her because she always like falls under his spell. But like, can you blame her? <laughs> I mean, if I don't know, it's like the same with Liam when Liam's begging hope. I'm just like the way they talk is as if it's the first time it happened and it won't ever happen again. You don't have to worry, bro. We're on like the fifth time that this has happened. Yeah. You know? I do feel like she did stand up to him a little, though, because she said, you broke my heart, right? And I deserve a guy who wants to treat me like I should be treated, who wants to set an example for Will about how a woman should be treated. And I was like, burn. Mm-hmm. And of course, he, he, you know, he's going to hit below the belt, so to speak. Like, he's going to pull out everything. He's talking about their wedding and, like, I don't know. Just, he knows how to push the buttons with her. Yeah, he knows how to point out the good times and pretend like everything that happened in between didn't happen. Yeah, because by the end, she's like, if I gave you another chance, it would... It would be, you know, you would have to prove that I'm the love of your life. If I gave you another chance, it would take more than words and jewelry. And I was like, uh-oh, he's getting to her. He's breaking down that wall. <laughs> Weak. Weak, like a 2 a.m. text saying, what you up to? <laughs> yeah. <sighs> what you doing, girl? What you doing? <laughs> All right, now we head back to Forrester, and it starts getting really good. Well, we're busy. <laughs> <laughs> we're downstairs in the showroom, and this was so cool because Zoe does not know, okay? But Paris has walked up, and she's standing behind the curtain. <laughs> Why are people always hiding behind things? She's standing behind the curtain and she's listening to the conversation with Zende and she was listening to all this happening. Mm-hmm. And when Zende walks off, she steps out and she's like, what? Carter isn't enough for you? You got to have Zende too? And I was like, ooh. Oh. Yeah. Busted. And then Zoe has the nerve to say, Paris, you will stay away from Zende. Do you understand me? I was like, excuse me? <laughs> excuse me? What? Uh, no. 
Mm, cold-hearted. Zoe is evil. I know, and I feel like Paris is still trying to help her, even though she's being mean, because she's like, you're playing a dangerous game, and it's not going to end well. And Zoe's just like, whatever, it's going to end with me being with the guy I'm supposed to be with. Uh, Bitch, this is not The Bachelor, and you're not The Bachelorette. Like, calm down. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, you, you know what? Carter didn't sign up for this. Okay? Like, what is... Ooh, don't even get me started. Yeah. She's so rude. She's, like, the worst right now. Like, she is, like, the worst. And you know, I just loved Paris, because she said so much stuff that we all wanted to say. <laughs> like, she said, you're um, disrespecting Carter. It's tacky. Um... I mean, she was telling her like it is. Yeah, it like she was not having it at that point. Her arms are crossed. Body language is completely different. She's like, wow, you're insane. You're literally insane. (laughs) And did you catch this? You know what? I need you guys to tell me if I'm crazy, because I swear I thought I heard her say that Paris better keep her mouth shut or she won't be doing or saying anything ever. I was like, what? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Did she say that? And then I thought, maybe I just heard that wrong. Because that sounds like a, like that was a threat. Oh. Am I crazy? Or I, did, did you guys on. not hear that? I can fact check it. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully the people will let us know. Okay, guys, if if she threatened her, get in touch with me and let me know. Ken, Marvin, Renee, someone, get in touch with me and let me know. Because um, I think she threatened her. She definitely squinted at her. <laughs> and that's a threat in soap opera language. Ugh. Then they're fighting back and forth and Paris says, I can't believe that you're with Carter, right? And you're flirting with Zenday. Like, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. And then because Zoe's a horrible person, she tells Paris that she has to stay away from Zenday or she'll make sure she loses her job because she's engaged. To the COO. Remember? Guys, I loved this. Because Paris goes, Oh, Zoe, I wasn't sure you remembered. Oh, but then again, you won't let me forget, right? I was like, burn. Oh. She's like, oh, oh, I thought you forgot. I was like, oh. Oh, get a fire extinguisher. Get her some aloe. That girl she, is burnt. <laughs> litter up. Cool she her needs down. a first aid kit. Something. Mm-hmm. Um, now we go upstairs in the executive office. And Ridge is giving Zenday a warning. Mm-hmm. He's saying a lot without saying it. If that makes any sense. Like he's just roundabout saying. Carter's my best friend. He's a super nice guy. He deserves love. He loves Zoe. He deserves a woman that's 
only into him. And oh. Zendaya's like, oh, yeah, uh-huh. I totally agree. Totally agree. And I'm like, hmm. So then he leaves, and Ridge calls Paris to his office. And let's be real, Paris is not good at hiding things. Uh-uh. Not at all. Um, she she knows that that this is not good, right? But she does not throw Zoe under the bus. She doesn't say anything. But I feel like her silence says a lot. Yeah. This is when Ridge was like, you know, I hired you because I thought you were, like, honest and stuff. And she's like, oh. (laughs) But what we missed was, like, Zoe trying to assert dominance over Paris by calling Zende while he was in the office with Ridge. So Ridge is at the desk like, what? the hell this is what i'm talking about bro and zenday is like trying to be like what uh no i'm just gonna go home and relax like uh and paris is just like you dirty bird oh my god you're right i missed the whole part Hold on. yeah she was trying to be like okay watch this mm, i'm gonna call him and he's totally gonna want to hang out with me oh you you don't want to hang out uh okay whatever it's fine <laughs> yeah <laughs> Right in front of... See, that was so rude. Zoe calls Zenday right in front of her sister. Yeah. When she yeah. knows her sister likes him. Mm-hmm. She was, obs- like, doing the dominance thing, like, watch this. But it... it oh, it backfired. <laughs> yeah, it did. Carter comes into the office. And what does he say, Chelsea? He's looking for Zoe because he's all excited because tonight they're supposed to set the date. While she's trying to set something else, her keister on Zende's lap. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) That's hilarious. Okay. Paris is not good at hiding things. Her silence says it all. And so we know... That Zoe called Zenday, and she knows he's going to be at the main house, the Forrester Mansion. Of course. What does Zoe do? She goes straight over there. Yeah. While, of course, Zenday was montaging in his mind, like, the day she was singing and all of that BS. Like, he was totally thinking about her, and she just, like, appears He's kind of like, what are you doing here? And she's like, oh, I would go swimming, but I don't have a bathing suit. Mm. Yeah, it's just, No one will see us. Mm. Yeah, even the Kindle don't like it. Please stop that. Mm-mm. So by the, by the way that Paris reacted, Ridge runs out of the office because, he, you know, he, he, she didn't say anything, though. That's real important for y'all to remember. She did not tell Ridge anything. Nope. So Ridge figures all this out. He runs out, right? And she's trying to be a good sister. She picks up her phone and she tries to get in touch with Zoe to tell her, hey, I think Ridge is on his way over. She tries. Yeah. But Zoe is so into her own world like she's so in her she's so selfish 
She literally told Zenday, like, if it'll make you feel better, I'll take the ring off. <laughs> Excuse me. What? 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 Please stop that. This is the last stop on this train. Everyone, please leave the train. Like, what? Um, I wish Ridge would have heard that part. Yeah. So now we're at the Forrester Mansion. Okay. Eric's house. Mm-hmm. And this is just pathetic to me. Like, Zoe is basically begging Zenday to sleep with her. She wants to spend the night together and see if there are feelings between them and if they're real and if they're strong and all this stuff. It's like, what? She's trying to see if her feelings for him is stronger than her feelings for Carter. Like, it's really weird. I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. Zenday says that this cannot happen. And nope. she's just so, like, she is not going to give in. Nope. She's like, I want to focus on us. And he's like, there is no us. You're engaged to Carter. And again, she's like, but, but, but we have to stay the night together because we have all these feelings and these sparks. And I'm like, wow, this chick is wow. Yeah, she's begging. So then we're going to come back in just a second. The only other thing really that happened is we're, we're flipping back and forth between Spencer in Bill's office and Brooke's house. And Bill is talking to Wyatt and Flo about Katie. And he's just saying how he would basically do anything to get her back. And then at Brooke's house, Katie is talking to Donna. And she's telling Donna basically that she's very conflicted. She's confused. She loves him. But she doesn't trust him. And so they're both just venting about the situation and about each other so we really don't know where exactly this is going yeah i was just like flo shut up because bill was like rambling on saying all this stuff and flo's like if someone said that to me i would have to take them back it's like flo shut the hell up like yeah maybe like i said before maybe if it was the first time this is like the fifth, sixth, seventh time that he said this to her. Like, no, it doesn't have the same chutzpah behind it. <laughs> I know, right? So, yeah. Flo was, yeah, I agree. Flo was like, well, I would take you back. And I'm like, um, no. Like, you don't, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, like, you don't know the whole history. Like, no. Yeah, like, shut up, Flo. Just shut yeah. up, Flo. And Bill actually calls Katie really quick. And he's like, look, I'm not trying to pressure you. I just want to say one more time that if you give me one more chance, I'll prove how committed I am and blah, blah, blah. And so that's where we're at with them. We don't know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. But, of course, Donna was encouraging. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we'll see. So now we go back to the Forrester Mansion. And Zenday is telling Zoe that she's amazing. 
okay, and that he admits they have chemistry, but that he will not betray Carter. Now, this is like the millionth time that he's told her that. Yeah, he's starting to get upset. He's like, he's yelling. And what they don't know is that Ridge has walked into the house and he is hiding (laughs) in the shadows. In the shadow now. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm being goofy. Hmm? Um, you know that song? No. <laughs> no. The oh my god, I've heard it like a hundred million times. Um, with uh, from that movie with um, oh my god, Lady Gaga and she no, I did not. I didn't see it. I didn't oh see it. I already God. know what you're talking about. People I didn't see, see it. You're like the only person in America who has seen that movie. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> okay. I don't watch love stories. I don't watch romance. I don't do that. Well, it, it's not. It didn't end well. It wasn't. It's not a, a good romance. But um, that's beside the point. Every um, you know what? Spoiler alert. <laughs> it doesn't end well. <laughs> All right. So. They don't know Ridge is listening, and mm, Zoe is really, like, just, wow. I could not get over it. It's good timing on Ridge, though, because Zenday was starting to crack a little, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. I think he was a little like, oh, am I going to do this? Because she, but she does try to kiss him, and he does step back. Like, six feet, where's your mask? back up off me (laughs) right yeah i was gonna say um i feel like he was getting a little weak because she's like look we we deserve (laughs) to know what's between us oh yeah and she's thought about it a lot you guys so you know yeah a lot she's thought about it a lot what if he's the man she's supposed to be with and then she does take a step towards him and leans in like they're going to kiss and he steps back Zenday steps back and then Ridge steps out Mm. and he's like what the hell have I walked in on yeah like it's like when you're fishing and you feel the tug and then instead of letting it like get loose a little bit and then reeling them in you just like yank your pole out of the water that's what she did and Zenday was like whoa I was the hook wasn't quite in my lip girl mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and oh man 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 their faces they were both like <gasps> so Zenday tells Ridge that they were just talking Nothing happened. Nothing's ever happened. They were just talking. And, and Ridge is like, cut the BS. I heard it. I yeah. saw her try to kiss you. Mm-hmm. Save it. And mm-hmm. he says, if you don't want to marry Carter, then you need to go talk to him about it. Not uh, be here with Zenday. Mm-hmm. And he says, Carter's been a friend to you. Talking to Zenday. He's like, Carter has been your friend. And that's how you repay him. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> and then they keep saying, it's not like that. It's not like that. It's not like that. Nothing happened. I know. And like, meanwhile, at Forrester, 
Carter and Paris are in the main office. And of course, Carter's going on and on, like how excited he is, da-da-da. And Paris is like, uh, you might want to slow it down, bro. Uh, I don't think you know everything. Uh." He's like, nothing can shock me. It's fine. And he even says, um, is there something I need to know about your sister? And I was like, oh. But Paris has girl code. She don't she doesn't actually say anything. Yeah, she doesn't. She she does not throw her sister under the bus, even though Zoe deserves it. Mm -hmm. And oh, man, I think that Zoe is scared. But it almost seems like she don't even, she cares, but she don't care. I don't know. She I cares just, that she got caught. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. She does. That's it. She just goes into like full self-preservation mode. True. Because doesn't even she try to like, try to mind flip on Ridge. Like, you don't want to tell Carter. It'll upset him. Yeah, she's like, you you don't need to tell Carter because nothing happened and nothing's going to happen. And Ridge is like, um, whatever. <laughs> like, are you serious? Yeah. Donna pops in on Carter and Paris, which... Yeah. Another Donna sighting. Yay! Yeah. Oh, and here's an Easter egg. You know, I did notice that Donna changed her shoes. She's now wearing black leather like booty type things uh-huh. rather than her sparkle heels but hey girl's been at work all day she's trucking it she had to go back and soothe katie her tootsies are tired we don't judge uh-huh. Uh-huh. and again again she kind of swoons over carter that's what i'm saying groundwork like, oh he's so devoted i love your devotion i'm like <sighs> okay she has the hots for carter Donna is so caring. Carter's going to be smashed by this whole breakup, and she's mm-hmm. going to pick up these pieces. Oh, yeah. Pick them up, Donna. Pick them up. <laughs> you go, girl. And then Ridge arrives back at Forrester, and he asks Donna if she's seen Carter. Okay, this is later, right? And he asks Donna if she's seen Carter, and she's like, yeah, I seen him earlier. I think he might have went home, though. And so you're you're thinking, okay, so what is Ridge going to do? Like, how's he going to play this? Yeah, I like, don't is know. Is he going to run straight over there? Is he going to wait? Like, I was real confused about what he was going to do. Right. I thought he was going to, like, go bust in on him, but I think he just goes home for the night. And then I was kind of surprised. Paris decides she's going to go confront Zenday. And you know what? I was so happy. I don't blame her because why are you kissing me if you have feelings for my sister? That's gross and weird. You know what? I'm glad she went over there. But I don't Mm -hmm. feel like she was mean enough. Like, I feel like they keep giving Zenday passes. They do because she was just like, dude, like, what are you doing? Like, I know we're not, like, serious and we're not, like, a couple or anything. But, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And he plays dumb and tries to be like, me, me, me. I was hoping she would say, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing kissing me if you want her? 
Yeah. I mean, she but she was really kind of too nice. Yeah, like she had like body language and like sassy neck going, but <laughs> I don't feel like her words were sharp enough. No. Paris, yeah, she's like Carter does not deserve this. And she's like, "Do you want my sister?" I was like, "Ooh." She just straight asking him. Yeah. Now we have back to Forrester and Zoe finds Carter and he's like, you seem stressed. You think? Mm. She's like, am I caught? <gasps> mm. And then, oh, guess what, guys? Guess what? Now, all of a sudden, out of the blue, she wants to get married right now. Right away. Right now, at this minute, she wants to set a date right now. And then Carter's all happy. Yeah, ear-to-ear smile. Then it goes back to the mansion, and that's when she's like, do you want her or me? Like, what the hell's going on? And he's like, no, I want to pursue things with you. Boo-boo-boo. And then it goes... Does he, though? Does he? And then it goes back to Forrester, where Zoe and Carter are like, yes, let's get married, do-do-do. And this is the the behind-the-curtain. Ridge is squinty-eyeing. Like, mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> Ridge. Ridge just appears and he's looking. Oh. Rainbow Puppy sighting. Popular rainbow sighting. Hi, dudes. Okay. All right. So, basically, that's how the week ends with Paris and Zenday discussing this relationship that I don't understand. I'm going to be honest. I like Paris so far. I think she's adorable. I think she's been very sweet. Um, I don't want her with Zenday if he has feelings for her sister. Why? Why? I don't want to go down this path again. We already have Katie and Brooke. Like, and Liam another... and Hope. Yeah, we don't need another my sister's in love with my husband. Like, we don't need another one of those. No. It's enough. Yeah. So what's the scene of the week? You know what? I think the scene of the week should be Paris telling off Zoe. Let me see. I wrote it down. Let me go to my notes. I wrote it down. What do you think? I think... The scene of the week is Donna getting payback and talking about Carter. Okay, that's a good one. Because she just looked so fabulous. Okay, I wrote down the scene of the week is when Paris tells Zoe, when she tells her, oh, you remember about Carter? When she says, I'm engaged to the CEO, and she's like, oh, I thought you forgot. I was like, that was good. That was a good burn. That was a good burn. Um, But you know what? I agree. I think the scene should go to Donna. Always. Donna's the queen. I love Donna. I don't know why she's not on here all the time. I need more Donna in my life. Thank you. So that brings us into week two. 
21-21 through 25. Monday, February the 1st. The show opens at Steffi's house. And she called Liam and Finn over to have another discussion about the paternity. Really? I didn't understand this. Why does she need them there again? I don't know. She basically just says, I'm headed to my appointment. This baby is important to me. Um, I hope Finn's the father. Like, I, I don't, I didn't really understand. Yeah. So then we head over to the cabin and Brooke <laughs> has noticed that something's going on with Hope. Like mother, she- like daughter, they both look terrible. I mean, not facially. Um, like, okay, I'm sorry, but I did Brooke, not like Brooke's dress. Brooke looks like a Mennonite or like an Amish yeah. person, like a fancy one, though. I'm like, what is this going on? And then, like, Hope is wearing like a knitted sweatsuit, <laughs> like. <laughs> A crop top yarn sweatsuit, okay? Well, I guess that's supposed to be her, like, lounging around the house. Her sad clothes? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's her uh, breakup clothes. (laughs) Whatever. Trash. But, yeah, Brooke is so pretty. Uh, Come on, guys. I mean, her face? KKL is so pretty. We don't need her in an Amish outfit. No offense to the Amish. That was, like, not form-fitting, like, and then it had, like, the black long sleeve underneath. I was just like, okay, okay. Yeah, it was weird. It was, like, it looked like denim with, like, a the black, like, lace over it or something. No. It was really weird. It was straight polyester. <laughs> yeah, it was strange. Yeah. So, uh, Brooke, of course, is like, what's going on? Yeah, and finally, Hope, she's like, um, yeah. you seem a little off lately. What's going on? Yeah, so she finally says, okay, all right, let me let me just tell you. She tells her what happened, like, the whole thing. Like, how the, the Thomas kissing the doll, um, like, the whole thing. And Brooke is horrified um, because she's like, no, Liam wouldn't do that. Um, yeah, not only would he, he did. Yep. And it kind of made me mad because, like, instantly, Brooke, like, yes, I'm like, yeah, blame Steffi because she is part of the problem, obviously. But it takes two. And Brooke is already being like, oh, forgive Liam. You can work through this. Do-do-do. Steffi's evil. It was Steffi's fault. It's all her fault. And it's like, no, it's Liam's fault, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Please stop telling your daughter to go back to a habitual cheater, please. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree. I love Brooke, but she has the same problem that Hope does. So how, why, I mean, I don't really think she's going to have great advice when it comes to that. Because how much has Ridge done to Brooke? Now, I, I don't want hate mail, okay? I understand that Brooke has done a, a lot of things, too. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know what? Sometimes a guy can drive you to do things that you would never normally do. It has happened to me. So, I know that that could happen. <laughs> mm, yeah. Okay? Yeah, but... 
I mean, keep your psychosis to yourself. Don't use it as advice to someone else. Yeah. All right. Now we head to Forrester Creation. And Zoe is all excited about getting married. All of a sudden, now she's thrilled. Okay? She's got decorations and, oh, she's thrilled. Yeah. Uh, Yes, I also did not like her dress. I liked the cut, but that pattern was very, uh, I think, 70s. I don't know. I'm not quite sure. There were polka dots. There were colors. I liked the cut, though. The shape was nice, but the print, nope. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. Now we head downstairs, and we get another Donna sighting, which was nice. Donna is helping Zenday out because Zoe's busy. Am I hallucinating or is Zenday turning into uh, that computer guy? What is with the jackets and the the turtlenecks? Yeah, he has a very um, interesting style. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not like, quite sure what, it, what it's called. It, I forget. Was it Bill Gates? Or what's the one? Who is the one that always wore the turtlenecks? It's very like um, preppy. Huh? Yeah. There was like some famous, one of those famous computer guys always wore the turtleneck. I think it's the one yeah. that died. Um, anyway. I, I don't remember, yeah. Yeah, it's giving me that. It's giving me, it's also giving me, like, a Hugh Hefner, like, yeah. smoking jacket <laughs> vibes. Like, yeah. I'm just like, what are you doing? That's what I thought, too. I was like, okay, that's a choice. I guess they're trying to emphasize that it's winter in L.A., so that's why they're wearing turtlenecks and knitted sweatsuits. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, and our our winter is like, still like sixty five degrees. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> I think he's like. Um, this is how I, I guess, interpret what they're doing. To me, they're trying to send the message of like, okay, he's a forester. He's like, you know, prep preppy, rich. Like, probably went to boarding school. You know what I mean? That type I of was, thing. I was thinking they were trying to give us the impression that he's mature. Oh, okay. It could be that too, yeah. Mature and older, wise man. Yeah, that's a good point. But yeah, anyways, don't like that either. <laughs> <laughs> so downstairs, Donna is just telling Zenday like, what's going on, you know? She's helping mm-hmm. him out, and she's, like, gushing about, oh, I'm so excited, you know, I love weddings. They finally set a date, and this and that. And he has a look on his face. I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I don't know what his deal is. <laughs> uh, at this point, I don't think it's like, oh, I'm sad they set a date. Is more like, Okay, they set a date, so maybe Ridge didn't say anything yet. Yeah, right. So Zoe walks in. Donna leaves and Zoe walks in. And that's exactly what basically Zoe's like, oh, I'm so relieved. Everything's fine. Everything's okay. And I'm 100% committed to Carter now. And and he, uh, Zenday's like, yeah, as long as Ridge doesn't say anything. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a big if. Yep. Oh, no. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Guys, I am so upset. Okay, because that bitch made Carter cry. 
Aww. Okay, here we go. So now we go back upstairs, and we're in the executive office. Okay, and Ridge walks in, and he can see how excited Carter is. And so you can kind of, like, tell that he's conflicted. Because he only, he just wants Carter to be happy. You know? So I'm like, ooh, is he going to say something? Is he not going to say something? So Ridge says, look, there's something that I need to tell you. And it was so sad because Carter's like, um, I'm not falling for that again. Last time you told me you were going to fire me, I'm not falling for that trick again. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Aww. It was sad. Mm-hmm. And so Carter's like, oh, come on. And then Ridge finally just says, I saw Zoe with Zenday. And Zoe was making the moves on him. And Carter's like, no. Mm-mm, mm-mm, no. Mm-mm. Now we head to the doctor's office. And Steffi... Steffi. Steffi is thanking the doctor for fitting her in. And she introduces Finn. And she's like, it has to be his baby. And I'm like, this doctor, man. <laughs> what she must think. The only part that I like was like, okay, well, at least only Finn is there, so we know the samples aren't going to get mixed up. So, yeah. at that point, I'm like, okay, okay. Because that would have been a good 80s twist, but they didn't do that. All right, moving on. <laughs> I know, right? Well, I still think it's a big possibility. That someone's going to mess with the results? Oh, Yeah. I think it's a huge possibility. Yeah, I have three suspects. (laughs) Let me just say this, okay? And everybody just, okay. Benny's getting those pills from somewhere. (gasps) Okay. Not an OBGYN. What if Benny is dating the doctor? Or what if Benny has a hookup at the hospital? His girlfriend that he hangs out, that he stays at her house all the time? Like, is she a nurse? Or maybe she works in the pharmacy. Oh. Uh (laughs) All right. All right. Um, Basically, the doctor just says it's a simple test. You know, it's going to take a little bit of time. You know, basically, you got to be patient. And Steffi's like, oh, I'm praying this baby's yours. Like, I have a feeling. Like, I think she has a feeling it's it. Uh. Then the only other thing that happened is uh, Liam goes to the cabin. And uh. he basically um, is like, are you okay? No, she's not okay. God. So annoying. For real. And that's how Monday ends. So that brings us into Tuesday, the 2nd. The show opens at the cabin, and Hope notices that Liam keeps glancing at his phone. So basically, they're just really anxious because they're waiting to hear an answer from Steffi. I feel like Hope is saying, if the baby's not yours, we can work it out. And if the baby's yours, I don't know, we probably can't. And I'm like, wait, what? I'm just confused 
I get that she's upset and she's mad, but he already has a kid with Stephanie, and they have a perfectly happy family. Like that's, I don't understand. What's one more? You just add another one to the car when you're dropping and picking up Kelly. Like I don't get it. Yeah. Um, because the first kid, Steffi was pregnant when Hope and Liam got back together. The second kid, he cheated on you to create. So that's the difference. The first oh, kid, you were single, true. living your life, happens, happens. This time, this is a constant reminder of cheating. Uh-huh. That's true. You know what? I love Hope to death. But there is the slight, a slight bit of karma, I think. Because remember when Hope got pregnant with Beth? When Hope got pregnant with Beth, Liam was actually with Steffi. And Steffi was pregnant. So they cheated on... Oh, because we were trying to figure out that the other episode, we were like, has Hope and Liam ever cheated? Or was it always him cheating on Hope with Steffi? You know what? Now I'm confused. No, nope. you know what? He was No, they still, weren't. They weren't together, but they were still married because it was he was separated from her, from Steffi, because of the bill thing. That's oh, what it was. Oh, that's they what it were, was. And then he did have sex with Hope. Even though he was still married to Steffi, but they yeah. were separated. So it was very, okay. you know, like yeah. crazy. <laughs> fine lines, fine lines. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Hope cannot help it. She's just a nice person. Because mm. even though she's so upset, she literally asked him if he's okay. And I'm like, oh, she's so sweet. That's how my sister is. Sometimes she's too nice for her own good. Mm hmm. Now we head back to the doctor's office and Steffi's pacing and everyone's, you know, what, when are we going to get the results? When are we going to get the results? And Finn's trying to keep her calm. He's really taking all this very well. Do you yeah. agree? Yeah, but I mean, she is constantly reassuring him. I love you. I love you. I love you. I want it to be yours. I want it to be yours. And they're really dragging this out because we're just now, the doctor comes in and says, okay, let's go do the test now. So, like, they're really dragging this out. Mm-hmm. And she's like, the baby has to be Finn's. Okay. Like, the doctor can't control that stuff. You just shut up and go take the test. Yeah. <laughs> you know what would be cool if they would have had, like, someone try to bribe the doctor. Like old school soap. So this is where I was like, okay, like, all right, Liam isn't there. So they can't mix up the result. Like they can't swap the results. I go, but now Brooke knows about it. Is she going to run to the doctor and like try to bribe her? Cause she's like hella rich. That would, that would be cool. But I am convinced it has something to do with, with, here's what I think. I think that Vinny's going to do something thinking that he's helping Thomas. Okay, because that's his friend. And then Thomas, though, is not going to know about it, but he's going to get blamed for it. And no one's going to believe that he wasn't involved. Oh, true. That's what I think might happen. And, and you know, everybody's going to be mad at him and hate him again. Oh. And he, no one's going to believe he didn't do it. Oh. You know what? 
Maybe Finn and Vinny are brothers, and maybe Finn's the one who's giving Vinny the pills. Ooh. Because we don't know anything about Finn. We don't. We know that there was an issue, like, he does have, like, a past with drugs. Remember, he kind of mentioned that? Yeah. So maybe it's his brother. He's like, yeah, I have to deal with giving my brother pills. Oh, my God, you're right. <gasps> I forgot he he said he had a past with, with someone that he loved. <gasps> you're right, Chelsea. You're right. Oh, shoot. Maybe this is going to come full circle. Damn it. My timestamp. <laughs> Anyways, it still counts as establishing that Vinny knows Steffi is with a doctor. <laughs> That's all of the evidence I got. <laughs> okay, back at Forrester in the showroom downstairs. Zenday tells Zoe that he's happy for her. Right. And mm-hmm. if she wants to marry Carter and that's that's fine. He's done like he's good. And he does warn her that Ridge is very loyal. And basically don't get too care. Like, don't get too comfortable, basically. Mm. Yeah, she's just running her mouth. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, well, Ridge didn't tell him. So obviously he's not going to tell him. <laughs> Whatever. Meanwhile, it's literally happening upstairs. <laughs> yeah, now we head back upstairs to the executive office, and Carter is, like, in complete disbelief. He's like, wait, 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 what? I felt so bad for him because the look on his face. He did all these things. It's like he did notice things, but he, he didn't. You know what I mean? And it was almost like all these things started making more sense. Mm-hmm. It, all the pieces are falling into place. Yeah, and Ridge is like, I'm so sorry, but I can't let you marry someone that you don't know. Like, you don't know what's going on behind your back. <laughs> I was like, ooh, poor Carter. Oh, and his acting, mwah. His jaw was clenching. Like, mm-hmm. He's he a was, good actor. Yeah, it was good. And he repeats, like... He he's I don't know. It's like he's so in shock because he's just like, what? And Ridge is trying to explain. Like, I, they said nothing happened. But I think if Zenday would have been down with it, she would have done it and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, oh, poor Carter. Aww. Yeah. And he said, this is not hearsay. I saw it with my own eyes. Yeah. Ooh, that's how yeah. Yeah. And I just feel like his whole world, it, it's like his whole world is just crashing down. And it's like, oh, I hate her. <laughs> I hate her so much. Yeah. He's like, she made me look stupid. Oh. And, you know, at first he doesn't, he doesn't believe it. Like, he's like, no, it can't be. And he's like yelling and can't, you know, and then Ridge is like, it's true. I'm telling you, it's true. And I was like, oh, this is so sad. Yeah. And he said, you should go have a conversation with your very eager fiance. And Carter punches the desk after Ridge walks out. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, poor baby. 
back downstairs, Zoe tells Zenday that everything's good and they're still getting married and she's going to be Miss Miss Walton. Whatever. Mm. So then she leaves and goes back upstairs and this is when it gets so good but so sad. Like, I had tears. I'm not going to lie. She comes into the office and she's going like on and on. She's so happy and blah, blah, blah. They're going to be a power couple. And this was the best thing ever because... <laughs> Carter goes, oh, is that what you want to be? A power couple? And Zoe's kind of like taken aback by his tone, right? Because his tone is not his normal nice tone. Yeah. And um, she looks up and he's like, am I really the man you want to marry, Zoe? And that's how Tuesday ends. I was just upset. Like, he literally had a tear rolling down. Like, I can't. I cannot even. I cannot with her. Yeah. She was playing dumb. Okay. So that brings us into Wednesday, February the 3rd. The show opens at the cabin, and Liam gets a call from Steffi. She's updating him that she took the test, and Dr. Campbell's going to put a rush on it, but basically she doesn't know anything yet. Hmm. Uh, Thomas walks in and he hears most of the call and he's like, she already had the test. (laughs) And it's just weird. It's like Twilight Zone, you know, because he's so nice. It's just strange. He's like, oh, well, I really hope it works out for you guys and hope stay strong and Don't let this paternity test ruin your relationship. And I'm like, um, excuse me? Is that the real Thomas? Because I don't know. (laughs) So Thomas leaves and hopes like, well, I guess all we can do is wait. And then, of course, Liam is, he's so sorry. He's so sorry. It's just so cheesy. (sighs) Yeah. But then, back at Steffi's house. Oh, wow. Now we head to Steffi's house, and Brooke arrives. And this was so good. And as soon as she walks in, she goes, I know what you did to my daughter. Like, just straight up, I know what you did to my daughter. I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. And she says, You know what? Brooke accuses her of wanting the baby to be Liam's. Uh And I'm, you know what? I think there is a little percent, even if it's only a little, that kind of hopes it is Liam's baby. Uh Because I don't think Steffi's really over him all the way. Yeah. If she was, she wouldn't have slept with him. So then Brooke proceeds to go over all of the things Steffi could have done, mm-hmm. right? You could have sent him home, right? You could have d- done all these things instead of having drinks with him. And Steffi's like, well, I'm his friend. And Brooke's like, oh, a friend with benefits? Oh. Burn. And Steffi insists she wants the baby to be Finn's. Oh. Yeah, meanwhile, the picture is still on the wall. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And then and then she tells Brooke, you know what? She's really using the, ba- the, the pregnancy card. 
Yep. Because she tells Brooke, Brooke, the baby's the most important thing, and I can't be stressed out right now. Oh, yeah. Why would we want to stress Steffi? Innocent angel Steffi. No. And then she says, I was like, ooh, burn. Because then she goes, I mean, I expected a little understanding from the woman who... And I'm like, oh, you know what she was going to say. The woman mm-hmm. who just kissed Bill <laughs> behind my dad's back. And I think Brooke, she was I, more insinuating like the her mom and Ridge and Brooke triangle. Yeah. All, yeah, that too. But but yeah, I think she was also like, you literally just had your own transgression. You know, like, don't yeah. judge me. So Brooke throws up her hands and she's like, oh, I, okay. Okay. She's like, I'm not going to stress you out. And she, she says, but you did sleep with my daughter's husband. Okay. And this baby better be Finn's and not Liam's. And I was like, okay. She's like threatening stuff. You know, like, I don't think she can control that part, Brooke. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying twins, two different dads. That would be cool, though, if that happened. Just trying to put it out there. Now we head to Brooke's living room, and Vinny stopped by to see Thomas, and he offers him drugs. Yeah. And Thomas is like, "Mm, I think I'm good, dude, after what happened to Steffi. Yeah. And Vinny's like, okay, you know, whatever. And he says, uh, what's going on? And then Thomas tells him everything. Uh Uh-huh. Little little uh, chat. Uh, what is it? A chatty Kathy? Is that what they yeah. say? Yeah, <laughs> I know. And Vinny, I'm like, Vinny, don't give Thomas ideas because Vinny was like, okay. So like, what you're saying is, if the baby is Liam, that might work out for you because then hope would be available. Oh, That's I was it. livid. And Thomas gets the look in his face, and I was like, uh-huh. oh, is he gonna go alter some results? Yeah, because he says it. You're right. Because he gets all like, all like excited, and he's like, "Ooh, this could be your chance. Like, hope could finally be yours." And I was like, "What?" I was like, "Everybody, just stop, okay?" Because Vinny, the Vinny that we know that we heard, you know, like from a while, a few months ago, like a while back, uh, he was telling Thomas the opposite. He was mm-hmm. saying, "You need to stop this. Like, you look crazy." You, this has, what are you doing? Uh You know what I mean? And then now he's completely changed and he's like, okay, now we're going to use this to our advantage. And I'm like, what is happening? Uh Uh-oh, puppy alert. Puppy don't like it. (laughs) Even the puppy's mad. No, Vinny, don't do it. Nope. I was kind of confused though. I really was. I'm not going to lie. All yeah. Right. Okay. Because one minute, like, why? What are you doing, B and B? He doesn't know. need to be encouraging Thomas to be crazier. No. See, even Bobo said it. Yeah. All right. Now we head over to Forrester, and we're in the executive office, and Zoe is literally scrambling. Because she does not know what to do. She's panicking. She doesn't know what to say. Because Carter is livid. 
Yeah, and he's burning her left and right. Like, he asks her, because she's like, but I love you. I want to be with you. And he's like, why? Why me? Give me one reason. And she was like, uh. Yeah, that's true. That's true. She, yeah. I mean, like, say something, right? Yeah, she eventually, like, says, like, oh, because you're, like, kind or some crap. Like, what? (laughs) You're right. You're right. It was a side of Carter that we've never seen before because he straight said to her, "Uh, give me a list of reasons that you want to marry me. And I was like, oh, yeah. And And she was just stumbling like she was like Chelsea said, she was just I uh, 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 you're nice. Yeah. Yeah. And he, she was like, I want a life, I want a life with you. No, you don't. You want a life with Zenday. And then, like, Carter, burn, burn of the century. Carter was like, you want to be a forester. Like, mm-hmm. oh. Yeah, he said, are, oh. he said, you're, uh, he said, you are marrying me because I'm forester adjacent. But what you really want is to be a forester. That's why you were going to marry Thomas. And I was like, oh, burn. Yeah. Yep. And he says, I am so stupid. How did I not see this? And he says, if you want Zende, you can have him. We are not getting married, Zoe. And so he's like, I, 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 she don't know what to do. Nope. And so he's like, no, don't give up on us. And mm. but uh-uh, Carter's done. Mm. And he's got tears. She made him cry. Aww. Like twice. And he's like, I do not fall in love easily. You know that. And I was like. Oh my god, you bitch. I was like, you know that. <laughs> I was so angry. Oh gosh, I was angry. Yeah. Even though it's like the same conversation going on forever and ever, back at the cabin, Liam is like still being like, forgive me, forgive me. But then he brings up Thomas. And he's like, I'm not really comfortable with Thomas. Me, me, me. Like, no one cares what you're comfortable with, Liam. Thank you. Nobody cares, Liam. No one cares. No one cares. And that's how Wednesday ends. Okay, that brings in the Thursday the 4th. The show opens in the cabin. And Brooke has stopped in. Right? In her, yep, in her pajamas, apparently. Talk about a smoking jacket. <laughs> <laughs> she stops in and she's like, I know this is probably not important, but Hope tells her that Liam's at her house looking for best doll. So this is basically how we all get stuck together. Okay. You're going to, I'm getting to it. All right. So um, Brooke basically just wants to make sure she's okay. And she tells her that she went to see Steffi. And Brooke tells her, look, I think Steffi saw an opportunity and she took it. And I think that 
she could have done a lot of things different and none of this would have happened. And I'm like, okay. I mean, I really can't even argue that. I don't like Brooke judging Steffi, but I also think a lot of what she said was true. (laughs) Steffi could have just told him no. Yeah, close. Brooke was close, but no, it's both of them. Oh, yeah, it's 50-50 for sure. Yeah, I don't think Liam should get off the hook either. I'm waiting for the uh, confrontation between Brooke and Liam because that's going to be interesting. Why? She's like, keep begging her. Keep telling her you love her. Take, she'll take you back. You don't think she's going to tell him off? No. I think she's going to tell him he's stupid. She's going to be like, and I'm very disappointed in you. Why he did it. No, she's totally blaming Steffi 100%. She literally said that, like, it's not Liam's fault. Like, he was just, oh, he was just upset and confused. You know, I don't like taking up for Liam. I really don't. But I just feel like it is a little bit, even though it is both their fault, I feel like she didn't have to start drinking with him. Like. She saw how distraught he was. Like, and she did not help the situation. She made it worse. So it's like, come on, Steffi. You know? I don't know. But yeah, Liam should not be put be off the hook either. No. So um uh Hope heads to the main house. And we go up to Brooke's house. And Thomas is there, and he runs into Liam. And Liam was rude, okay? Let's be honest. Liam questions why Thomas is still living there. Um, Didn't know it was your house, okay, rude? Yeah. And um, he's like, well, you seem better, so shouldn't you be leaving? I'm like, yeah. Ah, he's being rude. Be careful, Liam. Be the fuck careful right now. Because uh, why aren't you living in your own house? You're living in the guest house. What's the freaking difference? And see, I have to say this, though. In Liam's defense, which I don't normally do, I do feel very suspicious of Thomas. Like, for instance, Liam said... I'm not buying this new facade. And Thomas is like, but I told Hope to forgive you. And Liam says, yeah, because it makes you look good. And I'm like, okay. Mm. Because Thomas very much is a schemer. You know that. He's like the long game player. He thinks about all these things and uses them to his advantage. That's not what it looks like. But I couldn't see how you would be suspicious because of all the stuff he's done already. I just think it's really funny. And by funny, I mean hypocritical and ridiculous that Liam can be on this high horse of, "Mm, no, you've done terrible things. I don't believe you can ever change. Meanwhile, uh, aren't you begging to believe for people to believe that you can change, Uh that you're not going to? I don't know. Keep sleeping with Steffi. We're all supposed to believe that Liam can change, even though he's done this situation multiple times. We, oh yeah, this time Liam's going to change, but Thomas, Thomas can never change. No. 
Yeah, you're right. He's being very hypocritical. And then Liam also is like, I don't know. I'm I'm going to be honest. I'm really conflicted because I want to believe that Thomas changed. I really do. But every time I buy his, I've changed, he always proves me wrong. Uh, but there yeah. is a, a part where Thomas just basically reads Liam. And it's true. Like, what he says is true. Because Thomas is like, look, you need to recognize the things that you do. Right? Like, you keep doing these things. And just like that night, why didn't you just come into my apartment? And say, what the hell, dude? Or why didn't you go home and confront Hope? Why did you just run to Steffi's? And then Hope walks in and she's like, that's the question that we all want to know. And I'm yeah. like, Ooh. You could have went to your dad's. You could have went to your brother's. You could have went home. You could have busted in on it. Like, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, if if Liam is on this parade of oh, believe I can change, believe I can change, yet you're telling other people, oh, but that person will never change. Like, shouldn't you be, like, promoting that everyone can change? Like, wouldn't you want to be promoting that? Like, one side of your face is saying, I can change, forgive me. The other side is like, oh, but this person, unchangeable. Really? Right. And they're having this conversation, and... um. It was kind of weird because I feel like if you were having like this private convo, you probably would tell Thomas to leave, but they tell him he could stay. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah. But, Cause Liam was like, I need to be able to say this even if he's here. Like, mm-hmm. oh, shut up. I know. It was weird. And the only thing Liam did say that I do agree with, um, but I don't think he'll do it, is he said, look, I'm not going to ask, It's well, he says, look, it's time that I realize and take responsibility for my actions. And he says, I'm not going to keep asking for forgiveness, okay? I'm just going to have to prove that I'm worth forgiving. And that made her cry. She Because yeah. he said, I'll just have to take a whole lifetime and prove that I'm worth forgiving. And she's like, starts crying. And I was like, Oh, this is sad. Yeah. But the real drama is back at Forrester creations. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to head back to Forrester and Steffi is talk. Uh, Steffi is talking with Ridge and she's really like out of it. And, and he notices something's up. So she finally tells him everything. Yeah. From, I mean, the whole thing. And Ridge is like, huh. Huh. He's got this face of like, okay. Like, wow. And every time she drops another bomb, he's like, whoo, okay. Mm." Like at one point he was getting water. Like, he was, he was over there getting water or something from that thing. And she's like, and um, I'm pregnant. And he's like, oh, oh, okay. Mm. And he just sits the water down. But, yeah, it was like, wow. He did kind of get snappy with her a bit, like, because she said, like, oh, Hope knows everything. And he's just like, yeah, how she feel about that? Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. I, I was 
happy because he did make a comment of of how like wow that's really crappy to to hope like imagine how she must feel and i was like finally yeah i mean she is his daughter too by the way i mean not biologically but he raised her she yeah. always used to call him dad like it's i don't know I think it's sad that they're not closer because they used to be. I don't know why they write it like that now. Okay, so we're going to move on. Uh. And we are going to head to the design office, so across the hall. And, oh, my God, Zoe is the most horrible person I have ever seen in my life, okay? So Zoe enters the office. And she's just immediately basically yelling at Paris. She's like, hang up the phone right now. Right now. It's like, yeah. Oh. And um, she's like, oh, it's over. It's over. Carter is done with me. And I'm like, and whose fault is that? But she blames Paris. Yep. Oh, my God. I wanted to throw something at the TV because she's like. Blaming everything on Paris. You could have stopped Ridge. You could have diffused the situation. Because, and then the whole time I was like, wait, wait. Like, she didn't say anything to anyone. Yeah. She did not throw you under the bus. She did not say anything. Like, this is totally uncalled for. Yeah. This is where you can tell Zoe's a cuckoo bird. Because every time Paris would be like, yeah, but I didn't do that then she'd be like oh well well you could have done this or you should have done that like she gave you like a half an episode lecture about how this is not a good idea you need to not do this you had all like you know like you're doing stuff in front of other people like you're talking about it constantly like ridge is the king of office romance like he knows what's going on like, what did she want Zoe to, or what did she want Paris to do? Like, tackle him? Right? I just, this made me so crazy. Because I, it's like, really? Stop. Because yeah. she even says, I know you told Ridge where to find me. I know you told him where I was at. You set this whole thing up. And I was like, wow, she's insane. No, she didn't. She did not. And then Zoe's like, um... My life is in shambles, and I hope you're happy. And I was like, why do you keep talking to her like that? She tried to do nothing but help you this whole time. Yep. It's just insane. She told you not to do it. You kept doing it, and now you're blaming her that you got caught. What? Yeah, and it just, she keeps trying to give her this guilt trip. You could have stopped Ridge, and you didn't, and that hurts. That's how Thursday ends. So, that brings us into Friday the 5th. The show opens at Forrester Creations. And Steffi tells Ridge that he that he's going to be a grandfather. And she's told him um, all this news. And he's happy. And blah, blah, blah. And they both hope that Finn's the father. And right as they say it, Finn walks in. And Steffi's like... Hey, I told my dad everything and blah, blah, blah. And basically the moral of this 
story is that Finn assures Ridge that he loves Steffi and that no matter what, he's going to be by her side, no matter whose baby it is. And I was like, wow, wow. Finn's a nice guy. You know that? So far, anyway. Finn in a dress jacket and sweatpants. (laughs) I mean, maybe it wasn't really a dress jacket, but it was like... The top was business and the bottom was casual. Interesting choice, huh? (laughs) After Ridge leaves, Steffi is telling Finn that her dad is supporting them. And she tells Finn basically everything that she's been telling him. I want you to be the father. I want us to be together. And Finn just says... I don't, it's funny because he has this look like, I don't know what you people around here, like, do, but when you love someone, you stick together. He said it as if, like, everyone is nuts. (laughs) Like, this is what normal people do. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, and I'm sticking with you. And I was like, oh, that's sweet. Steffi doesn't deserve Finn. Mm, No. Well, we'll see. If he's actually a drug dealer, maybe she does. True. Now we head to Brooke's living room, and Thomas is listening to this whole conversation that Liam and Hope are having, and basically, Liam just thinks, you know, that everyone should forgive him and that everything should be okay. Like, I don't know. He, he, he just really wants her to get over it and forgive him, and she's like, you know... I don't want to be a fool, right? I don't want to forgive you, and then you just do this to me again. Uh-huh. And she's like, I don't know if I can get the image of you and Steffi out of my head. Nope. And I was like, ooh. Every time she looks at that baby. Yeah. And then the baby comes up, as a matter of fact, now that you said that. And Hope, you know, all they can do is wait. You know, I don't know what he wants from her because he, he wants her to just say, oh, I forgive you. And it doesn't matter who the baby is. I'm over it. Yeah. But that's just not how life works. Nope. Not today, Satan. And Liam does tell her that he thinks he can be the husband that she needs. He just has to prove it. Blech. Yeah, I know. Now we head over to Forrester, and we're in the design office, and Zoe is still yelling at Paris. Mm-hmm. Making so no rude. kind of sense. No kind of sense. I know, and she's like, you ruined everything. And Paris is like, no, no, no. Like, you did. Like, what? Why did you get yourself in this position? You know, like, you always do these things. Yeah, and it starts to spiral, because she's all like, you know, like, because Zoe goes full bitch mode and is like you're quitting your job you're gonna leave today right now goodbye and like Paris is like why are you doing this like I moved here to be closer to you why can't we be close like mm-hmm. like and she her eyes are starting to tear up and Zoe's just mm, scrunch yeah. face mad yeah and yeah because Paris is like I don't get it like I just want to be sisters like, I I'm, I'm, don't want to take anything. I don't want to ruin anything. I just want to have a relationship with you. And then um, 
she says something that I, I remembered. I wrote this down because I was like, huh, I wonder if Chelsea caught that. Paris says, this is sad and I feel bad. I want things to be different than when we were growing up. And I'm like, okay, okay. Uh-huh. So there's a little clue. Uh-huh. And the thing I loved the most out of this whole thing is that Paris looks right at her and she's like, no, I'm not leaving. No. Uh-huh. She rips up the resignation letter that Zoe gave her. She rips it up and she's like, I'm not leaving today or ever. Yeah. And you will never boss me around again. Uh-huh. Boom. <laughs> Tells her about herself. She's like, you have no pull. No one cares about what you want anymore. You're the one on the outs, girl. Sorry for you. And that is how Friday ends. Oh my gosh. So for the scene of the week, it's such a tie for me because Carter, like, ooh, with the boom, boom, you want to be a forester. But then the tear up of the letter, I don't, I'm so torn. I know because Carter told her. Let's just say the scene of the week is everybody telling Zoe about herself. (laughs) Ridge telling Zoe about herself. Paris telling Zoe about herself. Carter telling Zoe about herself. All all of them. Mm -hmm. All of it. All of it. So we got one day left. All right, guys. Here's your bonus. (laughs) (laughs) So that brings us into Monday, February the 8th. So y'all get a bonus episode. Yeah. The show opens at the Cliff House. Steffi checks her phone and tells Finn that they should hear something any any day now. And this they basically have the same convo they've been having. Yeah. Therefore, he doesn't he he wants the baby to be his, but he's not just gonna take off and leave her if it's not. Uh. You know? And he's like, You mean the world to me. And you've really brought a lot into my life. And uh, the doctor calls. Yeah. Everybody's nervous. Oh, yeah. Everybody's freaking out. And she tells Steffi that it'll be about an hour so they can head over when they get ready. And they're like, oh, freaking out, you know? (laughs) Yeah. But what made me nervous is over at Forrester, Brooke and Ridge are talking about the Steffi situation. And Brooke needs to be careful. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is risky. Risky, risky. Because um, this is a slippery slope. We've already been down this one. (laughs) We've already rolled down this slope. we already been down this hill. We still have a concussion from the last time. Yeah, I don't want on this train. Okay? So, (laughs) Brooke and Ridge are talking. And they're both trying to be nice, though. And Brooke's like, that baby better be Finn. Yeah. Like, she just straight up is like, the baby better be Finn. I'm and like, Ridge okay. is like, well, we're going to love it no matter what. Yeah. Me, me, me. Okay. And Ridge is like, well, I think he got a little nervous. And he's like, well, like, it's not the, like the baby's innocent. 
So, and she's like, oh, no, no, yeah, we're going to love the baby no matter what, of course. But it better be Finn. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm like, oh, no, I don't want to go down that road again, Chelsea. I don't. Yeah. So now we head over to the captain. Oh. And Liam is rambling. Let's be honest, okay? He's just rambling. I He said he would not ask for forgiveness, but he does. And Hope's like, I know you're sorry. Okay? I know. Let's just chill out and wait for the results. And you know how Liam is. Well, how are you feeling? How do you think she feels? Like, shut up. And he's like, I don't want you to shut down. (sighs) Please shut your mouth, Liam. (laughs) And Hope's like, oh my god, I'm heartbroken. Like, can't you just, like, I'm heartbroken. Right? Like, all the way around. I'm heartbroken. Like, like I don't know what else you want me to say to you. But she asks him, do you want Steffi's baby to be yours? Yep. She straight up asked him. Just point blank. And, and he says, <sighs> he kind of rambles a little, but he does say no. He says, I pray it's not. Uh, yeah. Mr. Raw Dog, praying. Get out of here. <laughs> he, yeah, he says, I really pray that Finn's the father. Yeah. And of course, they get a call from Steffi, and she tells them the results are in. They need to head to the hospital. But before they go, Liam promises no matter what the results are, he wants to be with Hope. He does not want to be with Steffi. Yeah. and But you know what? Hope tells him, she because he's all, like, the way Liam talks, it's all what he wants, what he wants, what he wants. And he's going on about what he wants, and he wants a family with her, blah, blah, blah. And she straight up tells him, she's like, you had it. Uh-huh. So you had what, it, you, all of it. what are you right. even talking? You want it. You keep saying how you want it. You fucking already had it, bro. Right. And she does say one last thing before they leave, which I thought was like, ooh. <laughs> she says, um, remember our vows, right? You remember our vows? Well, you broke them. I was like, burn. And then she's like, you know what? I'm sorry, because I really do believe if you could, you would take it all back. And Liam's like, oh, I would. I would. I promise I would. I just need one more chance. Uh, pretty sure uh-huh. that's what you said. Like, you got married, remember? Like, the whole baby situation. This is what you want. This is what you want. This is what you want. Uh-huh. So that's, like, it. So then that week, right? Yep. Um, there was no other episode. So that's how Monday ended. And you're like, what is happening? I hate politics. Like, get out of my soap opera, okay? Like, get out of my soap opera, <laughs> right? Yeah. The scene of the week has to go to Hope telling Liam he already had it. Oh, yeah. 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 Hope told Liam a lot. She really did. It was It was awesome. I like in a way I'm super annoyed because Liam keeps like pushy pushy pushing it and won't shut up like but then at the same time each time he does it hope is getting more and more like 
strict, more and more not giving a fuck, more like, yeah. I'm going to tell you. Okay, you want to keep on with this? You want to bring this up again? Okay, bam. And it's getting sharper and sharper. Yeah, it is. It is. So I'm and like, yeah, like, keep pushing her, Liam. Keep pushing her. Ouch. What's weird is with with these two, it's Steffi and, and Hope with both of them. It's like there's no line. You know what I mean? Like a lot of times a woman has a line. You know, yeah. like like one Deal mistake. Breakers. Yeah, and like one mistake. Okay, maybe. Like a lot of women wouldn't even forgive that. But like one mistake, okay, maybe. But after that, that's it. Yeah. So with these two, it's there's never a line. It's like they get mad, but he always he always weasels his way back in, or he all they always forgive him, and it's yeah. just very interesting that it's yeah. There's no line with them, you know. It's really weird how they use like, oh, you guys love each other though. You're so in love. You're so in love. That's the reason they always give for people to forgive and get back together. But that's never a good enough reason not to do something shady in the first place. Yeah. True. You know, like yeah. if this love is so important and so strong and so this and that, why did you even do this shit in the first place? I don't understand. Yeah. Same with Brooke. I know you want to defend that bullshit, but even with Brooke, like, I love you, Ridge. I just want to be with you. But every now and then I'm just going to fuck off with Bill. Okay. I know. It's not defendable. It's not. I just really love KKL. You know that. I know. And I love Brooke, so I always try to take up for her. <laughs> no. No excuses for none of them. If you loved them in the first place, you wouldn't have did it. That's that. I know I'm strict on this, and may people might not agree, and life stories, blah, 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 experiences, well, families, meh, meh, meh. But, it was an accident. Uh, she oh, yeah. walked in the cabin, her foot slipped, and she fell right into his lips. Oh, yeah. And, you know, his belt just snapped and his pants <laughs> just happened to fall off. And she tried to stand up but fell again and landed on his winky. It's, yeah, yeah, exactly. Happens all the time. I, I mean, come on, Charles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that brings us to the end of the episode. And you know what? I can't wait to find out who the father of the baby is. I think we already all know. Like, I don't feel, I don't feel it's going to be a shock. Um, excuse me. It's going to be twins by both dads. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll see about that. <laughs> no. I don't know. I'm still, I, okay, I really want that to happen, but I'm also leaning towards Thomas, Vinny, or Brooke somehow messing with the results. Yeah. But Brooke's kind of out of it because, yeah, I kind of think that it's going to be Liam's baby. So maybe not Brooke. I think I that know. it's Ben's baby. But I don't think that's what we're going to find out. I think we're it's going to be Liam's baby. But I don't think I think somebody changed those results. I don't I don't have no proof whatsoever. <laughs> I just have faith because if that's Liam's baby for real. I will be very disappointed. 
Yeah. Like, it's just so unnecessary. I, I don't... You know what? Then put them together and, and stop. Just stop. Because I can't take them always hurting Hope. Okay? Hope is too nice. She's too sweet. She loves him too much. Right? It's enough. Yes. I'm sorry, guys. It's enough. Like, how much more does she have to endure? Like, just let Steffi and and um, Steffi and Liam be together. Then, like, I'm tired of the back and forth. At this point, I don't even care anymore. I used to really want him with Hope, but I don't even care. I just want him to pick and stick with it. Good luck with that. Good luck with that one, and I guess we'll find out next time. All right, guys, that brings us to the end of the episode. Chelsea has to go to work. Aww. Mm, Let's hope that she comes home dry this time. Yes, please don't get in any more bar fights, Chelsea. I'm going to be worried about you now. (laughs) eh, Don't worry. (laughs) Worry for them. I know, right? For real. So make sure that you give us a five-star rating. Get in touch with us. You can find us on all the socials at The Bold and Beautiful Podcast. Uh-huh. Make sure that you let us know what you think. Because we're very curious if you guys agree with us, don't agree with us. Are we uh, geniuses or are we nuts? If you want to do some crazy fan fiction like I do in my head, tell me your crazy 80s scenario of what could happen. Yeah, please. Let us know what you would do if you were the writer. Uh-huh. Your comments to B&B's ears. Let's do it. Oh, you know what? Okay, I'm dropping the bombshell right now. Ah! Send us in. Cover. <laughs> Send us in what you would do with the storyline. Okay, it could be any of them. It could be the Bill and Katie. It could be whatever you want. Me and Chelsea will read them. We will pick out, I don't know. I don't know. But the the one with the best story will get us a prize. How about that? Hell yeah. (laughs) We may even do categories. I don't know. We'll see. It depends on what you send in. If we get like multiple ones for Bill and Katie, we'll pick like the best one out of that category. Mm-hmm. Right. So just send them in and then we will definitely have a good prize for the winner. Mm-hmm. And guys, we do have lives. So can you not make it a book? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need a quick, quick yeah. synopsis. If it takes me longer than a real episode to watch, I'm not doing it. Yeah, like try to keep it down <laughs> to, you know, readable because <laughs> we do have other things going on. <laughs> so we hope you guys have a great week and we look forward to hearing your fan fiction. Until next time. Bye, guys.